Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part six in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. It's this really, I think, and we get really upset when, when we went through these steps, uh, like like we, we just went through, or we just talked about, and if, if I do these steps, then I'll save the relationship. But the scary thing is, is when you go through the steps, sometimes the relationship changes. Just because you go through the steps doesn't mean that everything is going to be made well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's still we, pain and we, suffering in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and we come into these conversations with the hope or expect, like with the hope, you need to have the hope that it'll happen, but you can't have the expectation because if you go into it, I'm expecting this person to seek forgiveness, say they're mm-hmm. sorry and change. You're setting yourself up for disappointment. Like you have to, you have to fight. Yeah, that's a self-centered and others controlling kind of way to look at it anyway. I'm expecting them to do this. Uh, this is how I want this to play out. Like that, if you go into any conversation like that, um, you're setting yourself up for disappointment and you're probably going to end up causing more issues with the other person than we're already there because that's very self-centered and it's very others controlling. And that's not, that's not helpful. That's not helpful. And I'll go out on a limb here and say that if you have, if, if any of us have relationships where the, the only thing that really brings us together is tearing other people down, that's a relationship worth leaving. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Because that's not good for your emotional, spiritual, and psychological well-being. Or any of your other relationships. Or any of your other relationships. Like, and that's, that is a harsh, true statement. So in it's, I think people feel trapped when they're in a relationship with somebody like that, that they can't leave from. Like if you're married to that person, or if you're, if you feel like, man, I'm, I'm working next, like I go to work with somebody who's like that and I can't fire them. Right. It's just like, they're there. Like, so there's, it's, how do we there's levels to how much we share with people and there's an, there's expectant expectations and boundaries kind of like, kind of like hopefully trying to make all of this make sense. Like what are some very tangible things that we can all do to help address gossip today? Like after hearing this, like, this is how I can move forward. It's like, I, I never want to talk about somebody unless it's for the aims of helping them heal or improve, which means I have to talk to them. So if I open my mouth and say something about you, Wes, to somebody else, I'm going to be saying it to you very soon. Like if I'm going to say something about, about, if I'm going to talk about somebody, I'm saying it to them. A good, a good kind of diagnostic for our own well-being and relational health is to ask ourselves, like, are we finding satisfaction in ruminating in other people's failure? If we are, that should be a red flag, right? Um, that we are not emotionally and psychologically and spiritually healthy. There's something we need to work on. That's not a judgmental statement. That's just, that's opportunity for us to grow. Um, because at the end of the day, a healthy person has the capacity to celebrate instead of celebrating other people's failure we should be celebrating other people's victories and celebrating other people's wins. And it's amazing to me how often I'm around people that are just doing really well. 
and how many people around them are so jealous and so angry about that person's success. And that says so much about the people that are angry and jealous, because if you can't celebrate with someone's success, that says a lot about some deep dysfunction within your own soul. Like I know this, Wes, but like we're, when we say, when you and I say these things, this is just us. Like we have, we're saying these things because we believe they're true because we know we're going to fall into these things. So this is like prep for I when I go into it. I deal with what we're talking about right now. We both do. We've talked about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're not speaking as people above this. Like we are, we wrestle with the same things, but, but, but I am not in the camp that says, you know, you can't talk about something until you're perfect at it because I believe now like perfection is unattainable. I'm always in process and I always will be, um, I, I'm striving to grow, but, um, this is true. I believe that what we're saying is true and that doesn't mean I'm perfect at it. That means that I'm trying to do these things well and often failing. Yeah, we're, pra- we're we're continually practicing. It's practice. That's why we, you know, we call it practice. We're practicing it all the time. Um, that does not mean we do it perfectly. Yeah. So the practice, I think, that everyone should take part in is like the next time gossip happens, which will probably be later today. Whoever's hearing this, it's going to happen later today. Have courage to speak the truth kindly. Yeah. That's yep. what, if you're wanting to do that, have the courage to speak the truth kindly. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back soon with a new conversation. We'll see you then.